Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, and Barry the Boater. We are the only members of this crew today as we get ready to navigate the latest boating news and information. Mike the Mariner is threatening to join us. Uh, Captain Patrick, uh, he walked the pl- pl- he walked the plank. He said, no, I need a break. Uh, believe it or not, uh, Barry, I don't know if you even realize this, but next weekend, next show, next edition of the World of Boating is our anniversary show. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. But, You're not paying attention to our birthday? It's no. April Fool's Day. And <laughs> well, uh, that, next that's week. For, that's for scuba radio. That is for the world of boating, too. Oh. Oh. And just plain radio? Uh, actually, no. The airplane uh, show started see, at the 1st of uh, January. You messed that up. But you yeah, yet next week is a special edition of the world of boating. Okay. Plan accordingly or avoid us at all costs. Your choice. But uh, mm-hmm. today, we started off with a skeleton crew, just Barry and myself. I wish I were a skeleton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, but we're going to manage. And like I said, Mike the Mariner are going to join us in just a bit. So uh, I think we can navigate uh, accordingly. Now, Barry has a boat. And yes. uh, not only did he not realize that our anniversary was next weekend, <laughs> he may not know. That uh, this, as we speak today, right now. The first day it, of spring. Um, I don't know if it is or not this week, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good, too. But uh, it's also the best time of the year to sell a boat. Did oh, you know this? Yeah. No. Because uh, we're getting into boating season. You know, people are up north, you know, we're based in Florida, people up north are coming out of the winter months and and starting to think, okay, it's time to get out on the lake, or I'm going to head down to Florida or or the California, do some, you know, ocean boating or something. Did you say winter? What do you mean? Yeah. What's what's winter? Up north, uh, the folks up north that are still having cold weather. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Don't make them feel (laughs) any worse than they already do, Barry. We have two temperatures. Really hot and somewhat hot. Right. But right now, uh, we are where everybody wants to be. It's spring break. uh, But I don't know if people realize this. If you have a boat you're trying to sell, this is the prime time to sell your boat. They say, according to, uh, I don't know, ChatGPT or uh, Google, (laughs) that uh, you can expect to get three times the amount of action uh, people potentially wanting to buy your boat right now as you would uh, say like later on in the summer or, you know, uh, you know, uh, December or whatever. No, no, no. What? Well, uh, fall. No, it, it wouldn't happen in fall, but in summer people have already made their choices, what they're going to do. Well, true. Uh, so now springtime, this is the time to sell. If you're planning to sell and potentially upgrade, uh, or, you know, if you're trying to buy a boat, this is a terrible time. To buy. This is the worst time <laughs> to buy a boat, but it is a great time to sell a boat. 
So it's a seller's market right now. Well, it just this is what uh, the trends yeah. say, and it makes sense when you think about people are you know looking forward to the next few months of boating season, and uh, you know they're thinking like, all right, hey, might be time to score me a boat, make my uh, dream come true, kind of thing. And yeah, you know, I just got to remember that everybody else is thinking that way too. So you know. I- I, I wonder if Rusty, remember Rusty mentioned, that, and, and I kind of agreed with him, that as we get further and further away from the 2020s and 21s, that a lot of the new boats that were purchased may come up for sale as used boats. Has he said anything to you about that? Not lately, but, you know, I, I wouldn't, uh, I would think that makes sense. But right now, um, you know, I, they're probably cleaning up. You know, yeah. they want to sell every boat they can get right now. If you have a boat to sell, if you got into it over COVID and you're like, yeah, the boat, this boating thing isn't for me. Well, uh, right now is the time to, to ditch that baby and mm-hmm. put it into something else. Or better yet, what you should be thinking about is if for whatever reason you got the boat that uh, you thought would work for you and then you got into it and you realize, ah, you know what? I need a bigger boat. This is the time to to sell that thing get, get a few extra bucks out of it you know sponge off a fellow boater and maybe boat uh, with them for a few months and then obviously at the end of Wait the season fall. yeah yeah fall uh or even late summer uh that's when you're going to see the prices fall again uh, especially in the used market and that's a, a potentially a good time to score a boat as people are thinking about okay i got to put my boat away for the winter season. Ah, I don't want to do that. I'll just sell it and they'll dump exactly. it for much less. Yeah. Save but, some money that way. Right. Now, now you had talked about selling your boat for some time, but you've given up on that idea, right? I didn't I'm not well, trying to encourage you to sell your boat now just for the record. It it's just that it ended up being I do love going out on the boat. Right. But going out by yourself can get a little boring. Um, mm-hmm. luckily my daughter's, uh, been going out with me when I, we take the boat out. So that's made it more enjoyable. Okay. So you and just she, need more she, friends. Well, I just need, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you need come to just down, put it I'll, out I'll, there. I'll, you know, yeah, if you put on. it out there, I got a boat, I'm looking for people to take out on my boat. You're going to get some takers. Oh yeah. You got to change your profile accordingly there, Barry. Oh, and, okay. You know, so, uh. Uh, what uh, coffee and bagel or whatever the heck it is, or I don't know what what are the apps you're using? Uh, Tinder, the apps and I am using Grinder, no, and all those. those. Nope, nope. Don't use a, any of those. Uh huh. I right. am not a social media maven. Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand, love social media. I don't know what you're talking about. You love social media. You love all those reality TV shows. Well, that's true because you I know, have taste. Who's dating who? I gotta and, uh, I gotta stay up on the latest. Uh, you know, culture to be mm-hmm. hip. Uh, with today's youth. Are any of those shows uh, yeah. have boats in them lately? I haven't paid attention enough. <laughs> I've been <laughs> focused on other things, like our anniversary and things like that. But you're not, just for the record, once again, you're not going to sell your boat, right? So Nope, not at this moment, unless someone comes along with a wad of cash and says, I'd like to buy your boat, and if it's enough money, I'll say, okay. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, it's always for because, sale. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, someone says there's always a price for everything, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, don't become too attached because you never know. You'll find something better along the way. Right. But uh, but he's not going to sell his boat. I wish he would sell it and get something bigger, uh, <laughs> which would benefit me. But yes, he, it would. But won't it won't fit that. in my garage. Let me give you some ideas because here are some of the best okay. models 
with a good resale value on the market. So these, you know, if you're going to go out and look for a boat and you don't have any choice and now's the time to do it, here's some that at least if you get them now, the resale value of them holds up much better than your typical boats. Now, why? It doesn't really explain, <laughs> but I'll give you some uh, models. Uh, Four Winds, the H180 is one. I, so I, that's an 18-foot boat? Let's go with that. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't have okay, Captain Patrick one, to back yeah. us up on this. So a Four Winds is a great brand, and yeah. an 18-foot is a good all-around well, I don't know if it's 18 foot. It says H180. So that's the model. H180. So that I'll is look the that top up. of the list. And then you got the Bayliner Element, the E16. Oh, and, that uh, can't be 16 foot. No. Well, I don't know. Not a Bayliner 160 no. foot. Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, the numbers the numbers used to indicate the size of the boat. Well, the Element, I think, isn't that uh, one of the smaller boats that they offer? I, I was I don't thinking think Bayliner that, offered a small. Well, anyway, it's the Bayliner element. Then you've got the Sea Ray 220 Sun Deck. You got the Larson LX 225S. Okay, so 220 is 22 foot. foot oh, excuse okay. me. Right, and 225 so. is a 20, 25 foot. All right. And they've got the so. Bayliner 285. You got another four wins. The V375 has made the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cobalt A36. And uh, rounding out this list of uh, about eight or so, uh, Boston Whaler 285 Conquest. Now, well, the Cobalt. Yeah, that's, that's a brand that's them. always held and its value. And, of course, value. like you said, Boston Whaler. You can't go wrong with a Boston Whaler. Everybody knows what they are. They're hardy. They uh, hold up forever. And evidently, the resale value quite good. So if you're going to get one in these uh, higher price months, you know, consider those. All right. We got more coming up on the World of Boating. listening to the world of boating radio network hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet it's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products i personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures however i do believe in sharing the joy and this is why we've added nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments underwater photographers listen up from their high impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available 
as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast looks like one ship was saved today a relationship This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Barry the Boater. And we are indeed joined by Mike the Mariner. So we brought in the big guns to uh, navigate the latest boating news and information and clarify a few things because I was correct. Bayliner, the element, is their small little uh, entry-level boat. I I think I remember Captain Patrick raving about this boat and and saying how more manufacturers needed to to offer up uh, options like this to get more people into boating, kind of like an entry level boat. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I looked it up. It's fifteen foot. So yeah. when they put M fifteen, remember I said the number in the name is usually indicative of the size of the boat, right? But I didn't know Bayliner made small boats. I always seen Bayliners out here, and they were thirty, forty, forty five feet, you know, with cabins and all that. Well, now you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and not expensive. Seventeen thousand is a starting price for a boat. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's more to it than just the seventeen thousand for the boat, but still, and they're pretty boats. So yeah, it's a well, good deal. That yeah. that was the thing. I remember Patrick was talking about how you know it was a good entry level price, kind of a sweet spot that the industry had been overlooking. And he's a, I think if I think he still is a huge fan. Maybe we'll find out next week. Mike the Mariner, what do you yeah. think? You know, are you familiar with that vessel yeah. or no? I, I actually am. I actually have uh, friends in our marina that have one as their kind of runabout. They yeah. they live on a boat uh, on a larger boat, and they use uh, that Bayliner fifteen footer. Uh, uh, it's a bow rider, and they use it for their runs to the restaurants and just cruising up the river on the right. weekends. Ah, so it's like yeah. a fast dinghy uh, mm-hmm. for well, the bigger I don't, vessels. I don't know. Well, I'm sure you haven't raced them yet with your little uh, dinghy. With his uh, Craig Cat? <laughs> his Craig Cat. Yeah, that could be a good race. Yes, actually, we have. And, and who his won? His boat's a little faster. Okay. Oh, his boat's faster. Yeah. He, oh. uh, well, yeah, his will do about 35 or 6, and my Craig <laughs> Cat will do about 30. Yeah, so. but it's also uh, in in the quite a bit more expensive. Your Craig Cat wasn't that pricey, was it? No, no. no Craig so. Cats can be had for you know fourteen or fifteen thousand with a trailer. Yeah, yeah. two thousand out ready to go. Not that much. So yeah, yeah. But uh, does that include the trailer or no? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Right. I could look that up, okay. and uh, yeah. and I'll just put it on your credit card, and uh, it'll be delivered in a couple of weeks for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I canceled that one by the way, just for the record, Barry. <laughs> oh. Dang. So I'll give you Patrick's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, right. Mike the Mariner has joined uh, on board. So we have been talking about mm-hmm. this is the best time of year to sell a boat. Uh, mm-hmm. Not really, you know, the the other side of the coin, not a great time to buy one. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, it could be. It could. It you could. know, it depends on uh, where you're buying them, I guess. You know, right? Right. Exactly. So, you know, if you think about boaters that are up north that are, you know, hitting the end of their cruising season, 
they're thinking about things like, do I really want to go through storage, you know, all winter? You know, maybe I want to look for a different boat next year. So they might be motivated to move their boats quicker than here in Florida, where, you know, this is our best boating season. Yeah, so well, it is, but, I think it's different. but they're they're saying right now, Mike, that this is the best time period to sell a boat. You'll get as much as three times more than you typically would other times of the year because you know it's kind of universal boating season. Mm-hmm. Even though we can boat year round in Florida, we are spoiled rotten. But everybody up north is coming out of winter. And they're looking at things like the, what they can do on mm-hmm. their local lakes and things like that. So they're considering like, okay, right. hey, you know what? we got to plan for the next few months and uh, get a boat. And that creates more competition and the prices go through the roof. So, you know, right. but there's still bargains. There's still deals to be had. And I, and I would imagine this applies mostly to the used boat market. I mean, you're, you're going to still find, uh, you know, possible decent deals on a new boat. And uh, so I'm not saying you shouldn't consider buying a boat, but just especially in the used boat market, just like you said, there's a lot of people that are uh, looking right now. So this may, right. it might be better to wait till the end of the season, you know, or in later in the summer when, you know, like you said, think people are considering putting their boats away and that's when you might get some end of the season deals yeah, uh, or something yeah. and someone doesn't want to winterize or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think the, the exuberance of, the boating exuberance uh, of the COVID period of time is has waned a bit because what we're seeing um, is um, more boat listings starting to occur. Yeah. And yeah. So, and it's, it's really been noticeable over the last couple of months. So um, we've seen with, and, and the brokerage that I'm working with, uh, we've seen uh, probably four or five uh, listings uh come to the market yeah just in the past few weeks okay which well is, which yeah. is more than we saw last year so maybe uh the trend is uh being bucked just a little bit right now so you know i i don't want to put the wrong message out there to everybody if you're <laughs> if you're wanting to get a boat uh you know that's the first hurdle is uh, you got to just make the decision like i want to get a boat and then you got to convince mm-hmm. probably your uh better half who Absolutely. probably pulls the first strings and and convince them get them on board literally and then so when you get those two hurdles uh covered uh, just go for it you know yeah, and, and then, you need uh, to, but you do need to plan for it got to plan for it you got to know what you're getting yourself into cuz you don't want to be one of those boaters who got into it and then a few months later after you did it like holy crap this this mm-hmm. isn't what i thought it was it's way more work costing me way too much i didn't plan for it now i'm kind of stuck you know yes it's it's really important to build a budget and understand what you're willing to spend because it is a commitment uh, that this hobby is not uh, is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, right. No, it isn't. <laughs> Every well, time you go out and something breaks, you go, yeah. uh, let's see, let's, how much is that going to cost this week? Well, the, the two, two best days in a boater's life are the day you buy a boat and the day you sell it. Not not for everything. No, it's just, I, I think you plan it that's out. That's what I they mean, say, but that's what I they think say, that's but, lame. Yeah, you know, yeah. As There's far plenty as of Mike fun says. days mixed in there yeah. too, but but mm-hmm. but a lot of it, like you said, is planning properly yes. to mm-hmm. uh, you know be a boat owner and be a boater. So actually, I know Mike the Mariner found a, I don't know, he, he found an article that kind of goes through some of the things you need to consider for a boating budget. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, on rightboat.com, they make some good points, and it's a really quick read. 
um, you know, the three main elements you need to look for uh, is your your budget, your initial boating costs. How mm-hmm. much boat do you think you can afford? And then and add the, another five feet. Right. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> no that changes everything, though. What do you mean? It, well, it's not it's oh. not the size of the boat. It's a whole combination of do you buy a newer boat or a slightly older boat? So you get a boat if you're financing, for instance, and dockage and all the things that you do. There you to go. Just That's... keep the boat um, to acquire and keep the boat, um, store the boat. And, you know, because how much you build into that part of the budget directly relates to your running boat, running costs, right? fuel, uh, and then, of course, maintenance and repairs. So larger, more complex boats obviously have uh, more uh, things to repair, generators, pumps, uh, all sorts of things, especially if you have twin engines versus a single engine. So you have to figure out how you're going to boat. And if you are on a limited budget, there's another article that talks about doing the Great Loop with boats that are pretty modest. So uh, you can All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Costs. Hang back. Let's uh, regroup, and, and we'll cover more of this on the World of Boating. Stay close. We're going to make you a better boater. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise nothing go to worldofboating.com send us an email and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter you have successfully navigated the sea of commerce now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Hello there, sir. We are three noble women in distress. Sorry, boat's full. Um, what if one of us were to turn this big ship into a tugboat? <laughs> wink, wink. Wouldn't help you. You're the fourth person to offer that, and I'm kind of spent. Sail away, sweet sister, sail across the sea. Maybe you find somebody gonna love you have to me. Heart is always with you, no matter what you do. Sail away, sweet sister, always be in love with you. This is the world of boating, Greg, your first mate. Barry the boater, Mike the mariner, rounding out the crew. Okay, so we're trying to make you a better boater today by sharing a few or three different ways to maintain a boating budget so you have a more enjoyable time on your vessel. All right, so size matters. We were kind of getting into that, and that's under this first category of what, Mike? What is it? 
Well, the initial boat budget cost, you know, buying and acquiring the boat. Okay. Right? That's so whether it's, you know, a smaller boat that's newer or a slightly older boat that's larger, you could be in the same price range, but it just depends on how you're going to to boat. You know, what do you want to do? Do you want to go on overnight trips or are you a day boater? Are you a so fixer upper to... kind of person and can yes. manage all the systems or do you want someone else to do it for you? Barry. Well, yes, <laughs> and and that's that's one of the things. If you buy a brand new boat, you're set for a while. You should you be. Buy in a theory. Used, you should right. be. In theory, but but warranties generally take care of any little issues. Mm-hmm. If you buy a used boat, you have to be either willing to get your hands dirty, or you're going to have to figure that into part of your budget. Yeah. The repairs. Yeah, depending on the age and 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 how it's been maintained. And of course, if you buy a newer boat and you're you're financing it, you're, you're putting more money into the acquisition of the boat than running the boat, obviously, because you have you know, maybe a limited budget to uh, to operate it, you know, okay. pay for fuel. Because after you buy the boat, you, you also have to outfit the boat. So all your safety gear, um, all the extras you might have for the way you run the boat. If you're a fisherman, you're obviously going to, you know, need fishing gear, which is not uh, inexpensive, but certainly all the safety gear and how much you're now we're getting into actually operating costs and you're talking about where are you going to moor the boat where are you going to store it uh if you have a piece of land and you can park it on your land you're home free but uh not everybody has that option so marinas and and storage lots uh sometimes uh are in the equation and you know there's an expense associated yeah and size matters i mean i was like every every time you always think (laughs) that uh you want a bigger boat and, and and I think that's the way most people think about it. And then they realize, wait a minute, if I go two more feet longer than the boat I have now, my dockage fees just shot up uh, $500 or something because I've, uh, you know, crossed a threshold uh, for, mm-hmm. for my local marina or something like that. So you got to be real careful about that, even though, you know, I think it's uh, natural that uh, you always think you need, you would like a bigger boat. Your passengers would like a bigger boat, for sure. And sure. I keep telling Barry to get a bigger boat <laughs> well, at a 17-footer. I was like, it's <laughs> it's fine for him, but hey, what about me? Se- a 17-foot seems big in the garage, but right. when you take it out in the water, it shrinks. But I'm not going to no. ride it in, the, in your garage. <laughs> you know, the issue is, is that one of the reasons why I didn't get a bigger boat is because I had to do exactly what Mike's talking about. Did I want to budget? having my boat stowed away somewhere else right? versus having it in the garage. The nice thing about having it in the garage, it's here. At any time, I could take it out. If I want to work on it, it's here. And because it's in the garage, it's safe. Right. So it's easy for me to say, uh, Barry, get a bigger boat, because I don't care about any of that. I I don't have to deal with it. That's his problem. (laughs) I just want to be more comfortable. So it is what it is. But yeah. If you're you're Barry, yeah, you got to take into a you know into account all these things to find out mm-hmm. you know what exactly yeah you you got to find out what you want to do on the boat. That's part of it, you know, kind of like your mission. What are you going to just cruise the intercoastal? Are you going to take it out on the ocean? Are you a lake rider? You know, what do you plan to do with this vessel? Really determines you know what type of boat you're going to get as well. And, and this and the size also matters because. Let's say for my little pick 'em up truck, I can tow thirty five hundred pounds. That's mm-hmm. what it's designed for. Right. All right. But if I were to get a twenty footer or twenty two footer, I might re- be on the edge of that towing capacity, which means now I need a larger vehicle. 
So okay. well, right. come just, on, you're made of money. What just are you, expl- you're just going to burn <laughs> it anyway, Barry. Live no, for live for once. The great, the great job that you do. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. But uh, but Mike the Mariner. I mean, you're you're what you're both uh, you have now is what a thirty five. Is that what it is? I forget or thirty two. It's a uh, so. Silverton, 39. 39, okay. 39. And right. you had uh, got a bigger boat a year or so ago, and, and right. it went up in size. But there is that, yep. isn't there always that element of like, uh, you know, I could use an uh, extra foot or two. Well, yeah. so, so I went I went through this budgeting process, and, you know, the way I run a boat, I, you know, I like to go on trips. You know, we like to spend the weekends on it, and even a week. And so I opted to buy a larger boat, but I bought an older boat. I could never buy my boat brand new. It's yeah. it's uh, way outside of my budget. So so I picked a boat that was um, 18 years old, but in really good shape. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, had a full, thorough survey done to make sure that operationally, everything that was supposed to work, worked. Right. And uh, that's that's how you hedge your risk on buying an older vessel. There you go. So, and it worked out pretty good for you. And just big enough. Big enough so you and your honey could go out there having a good time. It, it, it's mm-hmm. big enough where you could entertain another, you know, couple or or so if you wanted to, but not so big where people would see Mike and automatically think, "Oh, I'll just stay on your boat." It's <laughs> right, Mike, you're Mike. in that sweet spot, aren't you, Mike? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of, but I mean, we can entertain pretty well. We can have, you know, 10 or 12 people on the boat comfortably because there's a nice cabin that has plenty of room in it and there's the upper decks um that's the other great thing about you know if you make a decision to to go with an older boat. the other thing is i went with diesel uh knowing that i'm you know i'm not going to be blasting down the river at 20 knots i i I cruise at eight or nine knots most of the time yeah and uh and and i can do that very very efficiently so when it comes to running costs that was factored into my equation equation my older boat which was smaller but much faster, actually used more fuel than the boat I use mm. now. Okay. But you also both bought this boat because you have a plan for the future. So you yes. sized it out because you wanted it not too big, not too small, but to be able to do the great loop. That's Absolutely. true. Yeah. Yes. But, but uh, what if you went bigger, if you would have found something similar a few uh, feet longer? You weren't ruling that possibility you know, out. We, we you actually, didn't have a limit. We, well, actually, we looked at there's a version of our boat that's bigger. It's, just, it's the next size up. It's a 43. Yeah. Overall length's 57. And we looked at that boat and it just felt like an aircraft carrier. Mm-hmm. It, so <laughs> when we, we found the uh, 39 and it's uh, it's just the perfect size okay. for, for the way we use the boat. So. Right. But if you would have went for that bigger boat, it wouldn't uh, cost you that much more at the marina, would have it for dockage? Or do they charge per uh, foot or do they? About about. Twenty or thirty dollars more. It's about eleven bucks a foot at our marina. Okay, so, yeah, because so sometimes not, not it, much more. don't they in there a threshold of like thirty or forty uh, that once you cross over, they it kind of jumps up a little bit sometimes depending on the marina, or is it, it always d- by the yeah. foot? It's it's usually Depends. by the foot, and there's usually a minimum. So if you have okay. a you know like in our marina, we have a forty five foot minimum. If you have a thirty five foot boat in a forty five foot slip, you're paying for a forty five footer. Got it. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Well, that sounds, uh, you know, I mean, uh, 30, uh, wait, 39, you said, right? 39. That's plenty big enough for me and Barry. So we'll uh, yes. join you uh, this weekend or maybe next weekend for our anniversary show. What do you think, Barry? Is that, that what we should cool. do? We celebrate yeah, on Mike the Mariner's boat? 
I mean, yeah, it's a big up. enough boat. Yes. Yeah. Come on up. All right. So we, we got a plan. <laughs> uh, he's going to move the boat, and he's not going to be there. <laughs> Wrong the directions, huh? Yeah. All right. We're <laughs> coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast <laughs> check this out my brother just got a new sailboat he has no idea what he just got himself into there's nothing harder than taking care of a boat. Am I right? Get away to where the boat leaves from. It takes away all of your big problems. You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from. So get away to where the boat leaves from. It takes away all of your big problems. You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Barry, the boater. Mike, the manor, rounding out the crew. All right, we're trying to make you a better boater today so you can plan to buy a used or new boat. And uh, the first thing is acquiring the boat. The next thing is running the boat and budgeting accordingly. And uh, the third category is uh, maintaining. Is that what it is, uh, Mike? maintenance and repairs maintenance and repairs which is something we never like to see but you got to budget for it uh regardless correct yes a maintenance plan is your friend it, it avoids surprises you so know, you make uh, a special uh slush fund is that how you do it you think you just kind of figure out all right i'm i i got a maintenance uh budget here mm-hmm. i'm gonna blow well, I mean, well what is it for your vessel for your thirty-nine well, so, footer, you so, so I, I budget about uh, three thousand a year for the annuals. Okay, so that's uh, all the filters, all the impellers, uh, oil changes, um, you know, any any replacements of sensors, anything like that. That's uh, on the normal schedule, and then I double that for surprises. Got it. So, so give I you a little padding, a, little uh, slush right. fund money. Yeah, and pack then, a little uh, money away for for those weird things. Weird things that happen. So got it. So you got about or, six grand uh, as your maintenance uh, budget for a thirty-nine footer. What about your seventeen footer, Barry? You're uh, an accountant. What's your uh, maintenance budget? My yeah. maintenance budget. You know, first of all, I don't have to change any oil. I do change a fuel filter. Uh, I think every hundred hours, and I haven't put that many hours on it. Right. But I I, I budget only a couple hundred dollars. Um, now. One of the things I didn't do is I didn't set aside a budget. For example, for the tires, if you recall, the trailer tires finally gave away. Right. Um, That's almost something that you probably should do as you own this boat is to start socking away money for things that you don't necessarily replace every year, but Mm -hmm. you know you're going to have to get them eventually. Well, those little surprises. Yeah, those surprises. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the, uh, the, uh, VHF radio that finally just died. Uh, that was something, you know, those will last a certain m- number of years, and then the saltwater is just going to eat them up. Um, the speakers, 
for the stereo system, no matter how good you think they are, and they have plastic cones and they're sealed and everything else, that salt air eats away everything. So, you know, you set aside money for that. Even if you don't spend it, just put it in the bank because you know one day you're going to get hit with having to put in tires or a new radio or new speakers or new lights or, you know, anything. True. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, they say that if you buy a serious boat, if you go through the process, you know, follow the three categories of, you know, purchasing the boat, budgeting for running the boat, budgeting for the maintenance and all that. If you go through the process and really think it through, you'll stick with this vessel for like 10 to 20 years. This is a serious purchase. This is like a member of the family. She's and, part and of I you. Think, yeah. And I think that's where some people make that mistake is they go into it and say, ah, oh, I spent 20 grand on the boat. I got some lines. I got some flares. I got life preservers. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then, as you said, you buy it, and then you start adding up all these little things. You don't want your depth sounder, your VHF. You want mm-hmm. a GPS on there. And, and then, okay, now I'm ready to go. And then other things come along. Oh, you know, this, I hit a big wave and this uh, bimini top cracked. Right. So now I got to go my, get my bimini fixed. Or You, you busted know, your budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I busted my budget. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Right. Because you didn't plan uh, accordingly. Well, it's, yeah. you know, it's the same thing as when you own a car. I mean, a car has a uh, maintenance that's required every so many thousands of miles. And a, and a boat has the same kind of maintenance. It's just determined in hours instead of miles. Mm, I think uh, boating's way more tricky. You well, think? It, I mean, well, well, I Mike, what do you that. think? I mean, I yeah, mean, I would agree. It, well, especially even in today's uh, boat designs, they're more complicated than uh, than they certainly used to be with all yeah. the electronics and uh, you know even smaller boats are uh, very very sophisticated and uh, maintaining them has become it's a different kind of a process now all the electronics uh really require a lot of attention you have to keep them clean you have to you know they're even though they're robust and quote unquote you know weather resistant they're not weatherproof right so you do have to protect you do have to protect those devices mm-hmm. and and it, there's another problem with that is that electronics in the past you could get that stuff repaired Nowadays, it's harder for the technician to get the information and the parts needed to repair the electronics. So it's almost become a throwaway society where if your electronics last for four years or five years, you better have a budget set up to redo all those electronics and possibly the wiring involved in it. Because as Mike knows, his all his electronics are, are all attached together and talking to each other. But for some reason, well, that stuff changes every couple of years. Actually, I'm in the middle of upgrading some of my electronics. So I have new navigation with Doppler radar touchscreen, really nice. But my autopilot is actually previous generation, and they do not talk to each other. So exactly. right now, even my autopilot, even though my autopilot works, all it is is a heading holder. I just basically set a heading and it just goes. So my next, uh, and I'm budgeting for it, is uh, to uh, upgrade my my autopilot so it will tie in with my navigation so I can add routes. <laughs> and, and, mm-hmm. and by the time you do that, it may be that your new autopilot can no longer talk to your other navigation, which is only two or three years old. <laughs> no. Possibly. Yeah, but it's on it a, is possible. It is possible, but it's the new protocols are pretty standard now. I think they used to be very, very um, 
um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? They used to be very proprietary, uh, where they proprietary, would talk. Proprietary, exactly. Yeah. And they have gotten there, there are standard communication protocols in place now that uh, industry designers are, are designing. Well, if nothing else, you just go back to your uh, phone, and because there's an app for that now. I mean, you and can if, just and if, if turn you need it into someone a portable to, thing, right? If if you need a cheap uh, uh, system to guide your boat, just uh, have Greg come over and he can hold the steering wheel for you. You just point and say, <laughs> go that turn way. Turn left. Yeah, yeah, turn left. Well, you can do that, and then I'll run it right into the uh, <laughs> sandbar. And that that's, well, it goes back to the bad budgeting for a real captain. <laughs> right. That's, that's bad planning, Barry. Oh, don't oh, put okay. out bad suggestions like that. Okay. But uh but yeah, so so you've budgeted for this, you're going to do an upgrade to your vessel and and that's just something you got to be aware of mm-hmm. before you get into this whole uh boating thing. And if you if you you know, take a slow and methodical uh you know, approach to uh getting into the boating thing, uh, I think you'll be much more happy as opposed to making a impulse buy. And when we did exactly. have a lot of that kind of stuff happening during COVID, for for sure, and unfortunately, we're seeing uh, you know some fallout from it as well. But but on the other side of the coin, that may play to your benefit if you do your yeah. homework. You might score a pretty good deal, even though this may not be the best time of year to buy a boat. You know, so you get you got to always look at both sides of the coin. The bottom line, I would like to say, is that uh, it is always better as a boater. Because uh, when you're out there on the water and things are running good and you're watching the sunset and you're kicking back with your better half or whatever or group of folks or friends and and you're just, uh, I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. If you do it right, if you do it right, it is money well spent. Everybody will want to be you. And that's Mm -hmm. uh, what it's all about in life, isn't it? Yep. We're all heading to Mike's boat. Yeah. For our anniversary show next week, tune in, find out. Chances are we're going to be right here where we are in the studio this week. But one can dream. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better better as a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.